Oh. Are we going, by the way? Yeah, we're going. <laughs> Are we yeah. really? Uh, We've been recording, on. yeah. We're, we're, on. we're going? Yeah. No we're... one clapped. I never got the little wait, wait, wait. click in my ear. The... I thought we were... Okay. Welcome. Yeah, Will, tell us about that... Uh... Three leg Bro, who's you this have guy on the podcast? You know. Wait, 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 wait. Yeah, who is Will? Who's Will? Who am I? Please introduce yourself. He will tell. Coming us. in at a whopping six foot six, the former power forward for Volunteer Falcons basketball, <laughs> <laughs> and the star cross country runner. This is William Grimes. No, I see him as more of like a Chase Claypool. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. No. <laughs> no, wait, no, that's no, that's absolutely. I feel like he, he's more of a Chase Claypool. I saw a stat. That's wide receiver Every three. team that's that disrespect. Chase Claypool has been on since being traded from the Steelers. So, like, the Bears. And then, who's he playing for now? The Chiefs, They've had, like, he? a losing record. No, not the Chiefs. It's, uh, I think, the Panthers, honestly. I'm thinking of Juju. He did get yeah. added to some funky team. I know. Yeah. Um, so, I wouldn't Tough. call me a Chase Claypool. I'd say I'm more of, like, the – I thought of the length. The length. Yeah. I'm thinking if we're, I mean, if we're gonna choose like an NFL comparison, I'd probably put me at maybe a AJ Brown, DK Metcalf. Yeah. So on that. <laughs> yeah. Note, yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 And I'm Russell Wilson. Uh, he cook. Let Russ cook. Let hey, there was some Russ cooking last night. Did cook. Sean Payton fix Russell Wilson? Huh? He fixed him. No, 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 no. I think Javante Williams fixed that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I will say, William is without a doubt a fantasy savant. Um, The fantasy guru that I am, you would probably, most people would say, is all because one man showed me fantasy football. Yes, he did let me draft Sony Michelle in the fifth round and a Bears defense in the sixth and Justin Tucker in the seventh. However, that is where the true love for fantasy football sprung from. And I play him this week, and I get to, I get to obliterate him. Just because he's got buys, he would beat me if it wasn't because of that. I guess we could both accredit something to Will because I thought sports betting was pretty stupid. And then Will was like, Will was like, hey, man, let me send you this code on FanDuel. Ah, yep. That's and how so it starts. He was like, you you put 50 in, they add 50 to it, and I get 50. I was like, okay. So I did it, and I put freaking 100 bucks on the Suns to win a game like four years ago and lost it all. <laughs> I was like, this is dumb. I'm never doing this again. Dude, who started first, me or you? you did you I start think, sports betting first? did we do you, it the day it launched in Tennessee? Yeah, what happened was is they were doing a promo. They launched it. We talked oh, about it. Oh, yeah. I it was this. – they had a promo. <laughs> Dylan, it was like Derrick Henry to get – 10 plus rushing yards. And Dylan, I remember he said he deposited like $500. He was about to. It was a thousand. He was about to put it all on Derrick Henry, five plus rushing yards or whatever it was. And then it was like a max bet of like 10 bucks. I pulled everything out of my savings. It was like, welcome to Tennessee, DraftKings Sportsbook. Um, And I was like, oh my God, dude. Like, I'm going to retire from this. I'm taking every dollar I have. And I put a thousand in there because I'm like, I truly thought I was walking away a rich man. And then it was like, $10 $10 bed. I'm like, what do I do with this other 900 I think you put some on that Devontae Adams first That's touchdown. That's when I fell in love with it. Yeah. Sweating bets in the 
Dude, Will had me like dedicated, man. He'd be like, "All right, you can go on these college basketball games and pick first team to score, first player ah, to score." That is a dude. dude, dude the first team, dude, first he team like, to score. He yeah. was like unloading <laughs> stats on me, dude. He was like, ninety-eight percent of the time, the North Carolina Tar Heels score first in their games and win the tip-off. Dude, I'm yeah, like, I dude, what are we doing? Going to sweat preseason NBA basketball games at Buffalo Wild Wings. Yes. Like yep. sweating to the end. Yes. Yeah, the preseason games. But I actually – I, I it was the Lakers and the Bulls. Yeah, I remember Lakers that. Lakers and the Bulls. I think you ended up winning that one. I did. <laughs> I actually – it's funny. I haven't bet – I don't bet as much as I used to, but I look at my lifetime bet amount. It was 16000 Do you want to oh guess how much, like, if I'm in the red or green? Oh, no. Uh, I'll, I'll tell you this. I'm in the green. I'm in the green. You're in the green? Yeah. $4,000? You can go. No. Yeah. $100. Oh, no. Let's go. It was worth every second, too. Let's go. That's so funny. Um, what would be. Okay, here it is. Question. The biggest bet you've ever done. You can go odds oh. or money, whatever you want to share with the people of Split Decisions, but I know there's one for a fact. So let's let's hear it, and I can share one too. So I'm gonna go with I can't think of like the odds because I'm sure I placed like a crazy parlay, but I know for a fact the biggest bet I've ever placed it was college basketball uh, wow. March Madness. <laughs> oh, no. There was a promo. Yeah. It was like um, up to five hundred dollars. Your first bet will reimburse. I did five hundred dollars on Cade Cunningham and Oklahoma State to beat the oh. Baylor Bears. Oh. And Baylor won. (laughs) And then I put that money I got back, like the... Wasn't that the Baylor team that won it all? Yeah, Yeah, it was. Yeah, they beat the heck out of Gonzaga, I think. Um, And then the money I got back, like the the reimbursement or whatever, the bonus bet of 500, I think I put it on um, the Ravens to score first, actually. I was just going to be like, well, I I lost the money. I might as well just do something like good odds. (laughs) Chased. Yeah, that was... You chased it. Yeah. You chased it. That's dangerous. I'm interested. I'm interested to hear. I know your biggest win or your craziest parlay, I, or the first one I remember is was a college football one. But what have you been up to since? So, I don't know if I've shared this with the people. Have I shared it with the people? Lay, lay, lay it on us. That big, big so, NFL parlay. So two weeks ago, I have this pop dream where when I was like in high school. So so backstory. My family does picks. Every week, you've seen it before oh, yeah. too. Like that, we pick every single NFL game. I went sixteen and zero in high school one week, and I was like, you know, if I put money on that, I'm set. Like I, that is it for me. So every week, I like parlay my picks. Like I'll do a little small parlay for the one o'clock, for the four o'clock, for all the games, and it never hits. But I put a three dollar and twenty eight cent. Bet that was the last three dollars and twenty eight cents in your account. Yeah, probably that's why I came out to three twenty eight. But a three dollar and twenty eight cent bet on all the one o'clock games, and it was nine games that week. Paid out three thirty, cashed, bang, done. All right. So you're like, okay, that's a good little appetizer. Yeah. Hold up, they had the stepped up parlay. Where you do, <laughs> and listen, oh when they do the stepped up parlay, <laughs> I don't care what it is. If I see same game parlay. Ten legs. Yes, yes. If you tell me 10 legs is getting me a 100% boost, <laughs> I'm betting 10 legs. There ain't no doubt about it. It's like for, all logic goes out the window. 
And I've never hit one. But on this particular Sunday, on this day, on that morning, I woke up and chose greatness. I had a 10-leg parlay, and I went 15-1 and one on picks that week. Had 10 picks, $10, paid out $1,250. And then they had the boost, like DJ Moore and Keenan Allen to get 40-plus. And, and, and it hit? And it hit. And it hit. And it hit. Oh. Oh, <laughs> and it hit. But yeah, that was my best week recently. I know, I know. Garrett likes to kind of slang some bets out there, bro. Uh, it's we don't need to talk about the last couple of weeks. Well, no, no, no. We, this is a glory hour. You, this uh, is a, this is one of them where you sit around the campfire and you talk about that one summer league game way. where you keep like adding two points to your point Saturday total for the rest of your life. At Flapjacks in Gatlinburg, and I thought I took a week off last week. I was on a bit of a skid God, down bro, you slide. were at Flapjacks in Gatlinburg? I was. Where you been, man? Gatlinburg, then Asheville? I'm international. God, man, I can't even afford a cheesy gordita crunch, <laughs> and this man's traveling the world. So, I'm sitting at Flapjacks, and they got game day up on the TV. I'm going to interrupt like, you again. I kind of like holding the mic. It's got to give me, like, a power move. Like, it's a conference. Trip, yeah. Like, I can move. Yeah. I got freedom. <laughs> I can so, do whatever I want to do. So, I look up there, and they're doing the picks, and I'm like... Picks are so stupid. Who they do? I do the freaking Steve six pack or whatever it is. He's terrible. I'm like, it's he's start. terrible. I look at all his picks and I'm like, you know what? I think I could do better. So I open oh, up FanDuel. How are we gonna have a timer when you got lock on thirty seconds? <laughs> so I Sorry. so I open up FanDuel and I think, you know what? He's changing the setting. <laughs> <laughs> when you step on a dog, still a little bark. All right, go so, ahead. So I'm like, all right, let me let me lay a few shackles down here. Let me see what we can pick up Saturday morning. I start looking through the slate, and I'm like, oh, God, what an easy week. What's a shekel? I, honestly, I don't Dollar know. Dollar amount. Currency. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so I throw a few shekels down, and I ended up with like an 18 parlay. And, and I, I'm feeling it, you know. Our buddy Mitch, he texts in the group chat. He's like, hey, what are the parlays for the day? Will sent one in. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to throw my hat in the ring. Throw one in, and I'm Will's like. I'm not in that group chat, am I? I thought you were. Are you not? I don't think I am. I just not read it. I'm bad well, about that. Well, we'll have to add you. I've interrupted you three times. Yeah. No, you're good. Uh, so, you know, I'll throw it in there, and Will's like, you know what? That's solid, actually. I think I'm going I'm to have to hit that myself. It was like five bucks to win like 350 You look down through the list. You got Oregon St- or uh, Oklahoma State beating UCF. You're like, yeah, easy money. Not even close. You didn't see the space uniforms coming out. <laughs> Apparently not. Yeah, I got absolutely obliterated. I think three games out of that hit. And then Will threw in a parlay. It was USC within, what, five and a half? Or Sixteen and a half. Sixteen and a half. Yeah. That's what it was. Okay. Uh, USC, 16 and a half. Also cashed that. What, was that. what were the other two legs It was – well, first off, I just want to say, if I'm throwing in a parlay in a group chat, I consider it like – like Cash charity, money. like I consider, oh, like, yeah, yeah, you, yeah. I'm giving you like a gift. Like, in all fairness, yeah, when you hear this, you're gonna you're gonna think it was charity because yeah. it felt like charity. It did. Well, the, it started off strong because the first game was Colorado and Arizona. Yeah, Colorado yeah. just had to cover nine and a half. Yep, and it was a close game. Yep, all the way up until the end. But then the middle leg, you know, it broke. UT money line. That's then, yeah. That was the third game. UT. Yeah, yep. me. And then that third one was USC. Keep it within sixteen and a half. Those two hit. But I mean, it wasn't bad. It was like five or ten bucks to win on a hundred something. So yeah, I mean, it was easy. 
But did not go well. Real quick, and this is what you're going to see the timestamp for, so this is what we have to put on social media. I'm tired of this. I'm tired of working my 9 to 5 while Stanford Steve is on college game day. Yeah. And he couldn't pick out a French fry and a line of hamburgers to save his life. Man couldn't pick a game for his life. You watch him What's every week. What's his it's record? under 500 significantly. Oh, well under 500. Significantly yeah. under 500. Like I'm a delinquent young better, and I could kill him every Can week. Me? Can you tell me? How does he have a tie in his record? Because when they show it on game day, it's like whatever. Like it's like it two, been a push. seven, and one. And it might have been like, a push. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Yes, yeah, yes. But this dude is awful. And, like, I'll call him out. I don't care. We can go head-to-head. I mean, good Lord. I can Put give him, him five comments. games and yeah. still beat him. Tagging. It's terrible. Like, we're tagging Stanford Steve because yeah. this is a disgrace. He also and is we the like, referee on the field goal kick. I would like to make that note. And also, real quick, Bear wasn't that great either. But good lord, Bear looks like Nostradamus compared to yeah, Stanford yeah, Steve. Yeah, he's yeah. awful, man. He's not good. Also, he does support a uh, FCS, a different FCS school each week, so that's that's commendable. But his picking is that. Where did they get this guy? Yeah, you know why he what wears that? Because that's the only thing good he can do yeah, on the whole college yeah, game day yeah, segment. Yeah. He's terrible. He picked UT to, to lose. Well, whoop de doo you got one pick, buddy. You can't pick the other three to save your life. I mean, in all fairness, he might have been like in the minority. I don't think anybody had UT losing, which we can go ahead and dive into that. I mean. You want you to go? Yeah. I mean, I, Dylan said it, episode one. I mean, I think – we are clipping this, I, I and I did say, and Gary yeah. can have all the time in the world, and Will can too, because I don't have much to say about it. We just laid an egg. There is a world that exists that we go eight and four, as I said, and we're living in the world, and it sucks. Is, but but <laughs> is that okay with you? Honest. Like looking at the where we've been in the last twenty twenty years. I mean, so I saw someone say two it, decades, I mean, and they posted a picture. They were like the same fans that's complaining about eight and four and lived through this and it was when was Dooley did, Pruitt Butch and something else. Did, so under Butch did we go to three bowl games in a row? See, I, and that's a thing. I think we like, did. We went two tax layer bowls and one in Nashville. We snuck in one, but I think. My I think the difference is with Hypel eight and four is not bad. I think his for the first bowl game we had with Hypel was seven and five. And then one of them's a New Year's six, and it's yeah. a win. And yeah. you know what? I mean, at the end of the day, I'm not really crazy about eight and four. You know, I saw eight and four. I didn't see a loss of Florida. Um, yeah. I mean, of course, it's not official. We're not eight and four yet. We still have to play Georgia. But, I mean, unfortunately for us, I think Georgia has found their identity, much like Alabama has. Timing. Yeah. Timing is what's killing us yeah. on that one. Um, I mean, Georgia, just they've got Brock Bowers back. Their offense is back to 40-plus points a game. Their defense is back to opponents under 10 points a game. I mean, I'm, if we had last year's team, I would feel extremely confident um, going into this game, being a home game in Neyland. But I, there's just not really Milton. Uh, I mean, you know what? I have held out as long as I could. But, I mean, man, with 10 minutes left in the fourth quarter against Missouri, we were down two scores. And we were driving the field, and the Milton fumbles the ball. Same thing as Bama. Yeah. Same thing. Had a chance to win in the fourth. Yeah, like we I were mean, still in it. so I guess here's where I stand on that. Like people are calling for coaches' heads, like fire, fire the OC, fire the DC. I, honestly, I can't even get on board with that because to be in games that late, that's coaching. Mm-hmm. That's all play. That's all play calling and coaching. So I can't really get on board with firing coaches, but I I can say without a doubt, Joe Milton's got to go. Like this is to the point where. It's our field general's problem. And I want to look at, you know, you look at the defense too. I mean, yeah, Mizzou scored, what, 35 points on us. But the last two years they've scored like 28 and 24. So that's not terribly different. And seven of those was an offensive. Yeah. 
Yeah, so, I mean, defense kind of did its job, does what it has done against Missouri. So, I I hate to point all the blame at Joe. I mean, we've been blaming the refs and everything else. But, man, at the end of the day, he's just not the guy for our program. He's going to get us 8-4, and 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 I'll be happy with that. I really want to see what Nico can do. We've got a lot of young, promising guys. So, it's just disappointing. Would yeah. be a word to sum it up. I mean, especially after like the win against Clemson last year. Yeah, I mean, we thought. Yes. I, I generally thought Absolutely. Milton was gonna like. I thought yeah. he'd be the one to do it. And I was telling uh, Mitch uh, last week, or like after the Mizzou game, before that game, I generally thought like we had a shot at the SEC East. Like yeah. I thought, okay, maybe the cards will go our way. Like yeah. we learned from the Bama game, but. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna be honest, like I like you said, I don't think it's the coaches. It's just mental mistakes. Yeah. And I know there's a lot that plays into it, but um, it, it kind of feels like when I watch Milton play, it's like I'm watching Jameis Winston, like always going for the big play, uh, always overthrowing the receiver. Maybe, and, maybe I he mean, needs LASIK high surgery. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I mean, if that's what helps yeah. him. But, uh, how did how how did you eat the dubs? Where he, the where he eats the dubs. Where he eats the dubs. Oh, that's it. He eats the dubs. Yeah. He's like, he's like, oh yeah. He's yeah. like, I just got one thing to say to you. <laughs> and he's like, y'all want a dub? But, dude, every time that video comes up my feed, I watch it. Yeah. It's, like, funny. And speak, speaking of UT football and Jameis Winston, I mean, we're not, I'm not jumping the gun, but you can't mention both without mentioning, I mean, the Astro. Bro, Astro Dobbs dude, has he made the it, NFL. The, he's the, the NFL home, bio. The home page yeah, for the NFL, yeah. baby. I'm all about it. But, dude, you see him ball out like that, it makes me so sad. I'm like – we, yeah, we could have won man. a natty with this man, with yeah. the right coach. Yeah, I mean, it, that one's going to halt fans for a long, long time. But I think the, the my big takeaway with the game is everyone's going to go to play calling first. It's always going to be play calling number one. Yeah, but you're only going to call plays that you trust That's the players. it. That's you know what it. I mean? Like, people are mad that we're calling screen plays and, like, mm-hmm. a lot of run plays up the middle. But, you know what, if you can't trust your quarterback to air it out deep, I mean, why would you call a deep ball? You, exactly. If you're if you're worried about a pick coming. Yeah, you don't see Lamar Jackson taking a lot of deep shots because the Ravens know what they got. Yeah. Why would you do that when you can do what you can every single week? We don't week? have a Jalen Hyatt. Yeah, year. exactly. And to me, the big takeaway is Missouri just honestly played common sense. We are a running team, so they shut down the run. And yep. who cares? Uh, honestly, who cares about the quote unquote legendary Hypel system? Who cares about the pass? We're gonna stop the run and make Joe go get one, and it just and he couldn't it, do it. And it they didn't happen. It. Yeah, they and I it. and I've went back to it like the on the field plays here and there, like take leave it, whatever it is. But I mean, for me as the quarterback, you have to take ownership of it. Yeah. And not, that, I mean, I'm, I'll be honest, I'm not a huge what fan. Was, what was his post game comments? I mean, what were they? I didn't see anything. <laughs> I, I didn't check a whole lot of it to be honest. I just kind of put it yeah. to the side didn't pay any attention to it yeah. but I mean my thing with it with Joe Milton at the end of the day is like I said on field play here and there it's the decision making and the leadership because I, like I've said I'm not a big fan of it I mean he's killing UConn and shooting bows at him and I, like I get it like you want to have some swagger about yeah, but you, you want to sure play got playing time against UConn exactly so, uh, you know. like you, you, you want to play ball but also I mean, you got to have a head on your shoulders at the same time. And yeah. I, I mean, I said it a while back. I mean, Joe's going to be here and he's going to be there. It's back and forth. It's not consistent. No, it wasn't Michigan. Exactly. Exactly. That's and, what and that's what I said. Go. We both said it going in. Like we did try the Joe Milton experience before. Like we did try it and we saw kind of what yeah. happened. So, and, and it's one of those like my last thing on it. And I Is did this... call for Nico early on to get him experience. I'll be honest. I'm not putting Nico in against Georgia, even no. though I don't think. Joe's got us in this spot. He's going to play against Georgia. I'm, gonna, I'm not sacrificing Nico. I'm going to be honest with but, you. After that loss to Missouri, the first thought I had was not anything other than 
Nico has to start Vandy. Mm-hmm. And I think the bowl game. Yeah. And I think that almost it seems it seems kind of dirty because Joe is really he was patient last year, but I I, I don't know what can we really credit to him. I mean, uh, my thing he, he helped exactly. us beat South Carolina, yeah. who looks like they're probably going to fire their head coach. Mm-hmm. We beat a terrible, terrible Kentucky team. UConn, some non-conference games, f- freaking thumped Virginia, which again terrible. You know what I mean? Like, At Kentucky, yeah, that's, I, that's the biggest one of this year so far. And that's other not really than A and M, brag about. But A and M was a defensive I mean, game. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. and and I mean, to me, Joe Milton has deserved the chance to play against Georgia. I'm not saying he deserved it because he's played great. And I ain't saying because it because he's, he's just been bad, terrible. He's but he deserves the chance against Georgia because he has been in it this long. I ain't gonna pull him now. Like we know the we know the potential, and yeah. I still think Joe Milton has the potential to be the best quarterback in the whole nation. Yeah, he just hasn't put it together. But for me, like I said, Joe Milton, he he deserves the chance to play against Georgia for good or bad. Yeah. Let Nico see that environment because no matter what, Neyland's gonna be lit. We got oh, Dolly yeah. Parton rolling in, baby. Which is odd I did to not me. know that. Yeah. The timing is kind of odd. Yeah, it's whatever. just kind of weird. Dolly never shows up. Maybe she sings Rocky Top. Who knows? Who cares? But, I mean. Spooky Rocky Top by Dolly? <laughs> spooky Rocky Top. Yeah, it is spooky on Rocky wall, Top right now, brother. Sure. But, I mean, with the whole Dolly thing and with Joe and with the Georgia game, to me, at the end of the day, I mean, I've already said it. He's got to play. And uh, truly, the Neyland effect is that heavy. Yeah. We can beat him. We can. Georgia hasn't been good on the road. We've been great at home. On paper, I don't think we stand a chance, to be completely honest with you. And I think a 10-point line is charitable. If I wasn't a UT fan, I'm hammering that for Georgia. Yeah. I mean, I would refuse. But it's just – I don't think it's going to end up too well for us, but I do hope I'm wrong on a side note. Dalton Connect is him. Yeah. And we're winning a natty in basketball. So, I mean – a couple hypotheticals, futures for you guys, and then we'll move on and, and dig into the rest of the college football world. But first hypothetical is we beat Georgia. What does that mean for this season? What Two sides to that. What does that mean for us? What does that mean for Georgia? I think for us, I, I would almost at this point chalk a, lot, or a, a win against Georgia up to a fluke. Like home environment, we just got lucky. Georgia sucks It maybe defending the run or whatever happens to be working for us that night. And for Georgia, I mean, that's – you're done. I mean, Bama's playing good ball. You roll into the SEC championship with one loss already on the table. Bama's already got one loss. You know what? Bama's hungry, dude. I mean, I hate to say this as as a Tennessee fan, but Bama's playing good ball. Jalen Milrow finally looks like a Bama quarterback. McKinstry is – yeah, he's real. And McKinstry is, is a yeah. dog. I, I, I mean, if, if you're Carson Beck in Georgia and you come in and you lose to Tennessee and then um, – you go to that SEC championship game, man. You're you're sweating. I mean, you could very easily be out of the playoffs. You're two losses. I mean, we know two losses. You're out. Yeah, and, um, and, and you and you know that I've said. I mean, I think I think a one loss to Georgia knocks them out because of how their yep. schedule is. So it's a week to, to answer the question to me. What the game would mean for us? It's a resume win. It's yep. one of those where you look back at this season and you don't point to anything else, but yep. you beat Georgia. You ruined their entire national championship. God, dude, odds. nothing would make me happier. Absolutely. So it's one of those where you can't play a spoiler to us, other than a statement win. It means nothing. I don't think we'll go to New Year New Year no, Six, no, even no, if we beat it's, them. It's far too late. Yeah, and that, it's yeah. but it's one of those where it is a resume win for us. Well, we could. And, we were uh, were we not? We were two lost last year. 
Yeah, we were two losses. Clemson was three one. Though were they not? Yeah. So we could go Boston. to New Year's Six. I don't want to see us go to New Year's Six personally. I just don't want to see us get. Just let us go to the game. Music City Bowl so we can get the boys <laughs> to go to Nashville. Yeah. Just send us to yeah. the Music City Bowl. Yeah. But I mean, that that's my part and thought on it. It's just, I mean, it would be a huge statement win for us. And Neyland yeah. is a crazy enough environment; it can happen. And yeah. I mean, you know, those boys are going to be hopped up. Yeah. I mean, I would play it up as this is our game. You got one game laid out there. This is it. Forget everything in the well, past. Home game too. Yeah. Forget yeah. No, everything. No, 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 we got Vandy at home. Oh, yeah, well, we got Vandy. Who, yeah, we, surely God will win that one. <laughs> yeah. uh, dude, but, I mean, that's – Vandy, Hypo might not have a job. Exactly. But, I mean, and, two, just to kind of credit, we don't going to talk much about Bama and Georgia later on because we already have kind of touched on them. But, to me, with Bama and Georgia, it's kind of what people say with Calipari, with basketball, they're going to be ready come 30 time. Yep. It don't matter what Kentucky team you see early on, Kentucky basketball is always going to drop a few early on. Yep. But come tourney time, he's going to have the boys ready. I mean, Cal has been to a Sweet 16 Exactly. Every it's coming. Year. It's coming playoff time. They both have solid chances to get in. Yeah. Look how Alabama's looking, and look how Georgia's looking. Georgia looked honestly pitiful early on. Bama looked pitiful early both on. Both of them looked beatable. And now they are looking like Alabama and Georgia. Yeah. So. Yeah. Anything? So, what does I a mean, Georgia a Georgia win for Tennessee mean for Tennessee? What does it mean for Georgia? I, my mind is like, let's say we moved out, look out old West there, uh, Washington and Oregon, uh, two quarterbacks. Uh, but we'll touch. Uh, I'll get my opinion on Georgia real quick. Um, I don't know. I kind of want to side with Dylan. Uh, I think if we beat Georgia, we play spoiler. Uh, but also, I think it just. Um, helps the fan base and helps the players like yeah. keep that buy in with like too, the coaches. Really. Recruits, yeah. yeah, like if we be yeah with it's recruits the like weekend yeah of the year yeah 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 I think that is the most important thing. Uh, just make sure that people know like Hypo is still the real deal. Yeah, like there's still a lot of talent. Like we yeah. can beat Georgia. Like let's uh take that and uh roll it into next year. You know, yeah. Uh, yeah. keep the momentum going. Yeah. You could say we're not in the advising phase, but we're in the owning phase. Right? You always find a way. No matter, it doesn't matter what mean you are doing. I will say something. There is going to be like a Starbucks Learning, reference. Owning, advising, yeah. every single I will say something that. Uh, yeah, no, yeah. they don't use it no more. It's okay. Yeah. We, we I will say something that I've noticed too, like with former coaches when we lose games like this, like games we shouldn't have lost. Um, you see a lot of guys decommitting or opening up their recruiting, and I haven't seen that. Yeah. I've actually been very surprised. Even with the loss of Florida, I thought after Missouri, I thought, guys, it's going to be all over Twitter, mm-hmm. X, whatever it's called. Um, you haven't really seen that. And, and, in fact, I think we've seen a lot of guys actually get crystal balls for Tennessee. Mm-hmm. Um, so that tells me it's not a coaching problem at all. I it's saw uh, Colorado lost their top commit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. decommitted. So, on the on, – on Is the Dion thing. leaving Colorado? Bro, I was uh, about to <laughs> slide right in there. <laughs> Uh, and we can we can fuse this week. We don't got to go score by score, conference by conference. Yeah, there's well, enough there's news. So there's enough news. Dude. We can bounce yeah, it off. I mean, so I mean, we can go. Do, but straight up, Jimbo, did we not call? We had a whole hot last week. Seat. We said he was on the we hot had seat, a hot seat segment. Him. Hold yeah. on, I'm hitting lap lap again. Clip it. We called Jimbo Fisher. Yeah, and because I think I think I said I know I remember I said and I know you did too. Who cares about the buyout? A and M's got the money. I mean, it's oh, a it's a did cult you see down the, there. The week before at halftime, they their boosters raised 160 million. That is the most dog yeah. way ever to fight. They're like, hey, listen, we got the money, get out of here. So, like, my question, I want to fuse with it, and I'll add a little bit on there, is with A and M getting rid of them. Who do you think 
could possibly go. And I mean, I read I read a post, and it ain't gonna happen. But I mean, th- theoretically, think about it. What would stop College Station from calling Kirby Smart? Hold on, it isn't gonna happen. And saying for what oh. Kirby Smart's done, and say we'll give you twenty million dollars a year. Sounds insane, but they're paying out eighty million just to get rid of a guy. What would stop them from saying twenty million dollars? Deal unheard of to come in and fix Georgia it. Georgia would be in shambles. Uh, but I mean, it's one of those where I mean, Never. you've heard rumors of Dan Lanning, Oregon, uh, of course. Dan Deion's, Lanning would not leave. I, I know, I know. It's, it's it's the SEC and the money. If if he does, but you've heard that. You've heard Dion. I think you got to heard... look at the future of the conference, and you see, uh, Oklahoma doesn't look like a mm-hmm. top five, but they look like a top ten team. Exactly. And so does Texas, and so. You got to know you're coming into a rebuild that could, with the addition of those two teams and the tougher conference schedule, but you could be looking at a, a four or five year rebuild. I mean, you're looking at NFL exactly. size rebuilds at this yeah, point. Yeah, and I mean, the the pro to them is all the recruiting. I mean, they got a perfect system down there to bring people in. Oh, uh, and yeah. I do want Will's input on this because I have heard things on this possibly. A name you might not have heard connected to AM, Dan Campbell. Yes. Detroit. Like, yeah. He played. I didn't know this. He played for Texas AM. Yep. He played for A&M. And, I mean, the Lions, he's got them turned around looking good. And you talk about players buying in. You look at right now with the Lions, you look at their talent compared to other rosters, and it ain't overflowing. But the way he's got them playing. Before we hit the Dan Lanning on that. Whatever you think on that one. I just want to say I don't think it's going to be Dion. You don't think he's shown enough yet? Yes. I think it's because Dion, yeah, okay, he hit the over. I mean, they were projected three and a half wins. Yeah, he hit that. But. Dude, they have looked abysmal in every game since. What part of calling Dion is in the least bit attractive to them other than the publicity? And I'm telling you what, A&M's a cult. They already have the publicity. So, I mean, they, I just let Dion cook in Colorado. I think give him a couple more years. They'll be a good team, and then he'll go somewhere else. But, yeah, no, the Dion call is the wrong call. There's nothing stopping Jimbo from just living in the Bahamas the rest of his life, it's, which what I would do. However, you know you can buy an island for what about, $5 million. What about Mississippi State? Opening out of nowhere. Just. Yeah, I think you had to know the Mississippi State job was going to open up. I mean, listen, they they basically had to do damage control when Mike Leach died. R.I.P. to the GOAT. But, I mean. Damage control. Shout out Bailey, WWE. Yeah, yes. So, <laughs> yeah, I mean, they just. Zach Arnett was the guy. He was close with Leach. He was going to be able to relate with some of the players and help them through that trauma or whatever. So, yeah, I mean. Good on them. Um, hate that for Zach Arnett. He was a good D.C. under Mike Leach. He'll land on his feet somewhere as a D.C. for sure. Not the head coach, though. But, I mean, what do you Jimbo's think? not going to miss A&M, you heard anything? I mean, um, of my course fr- you my, hear every name in the world right now. Yeah, I mean, my mind instantly went to uh, – I was reading some stuff about Harbaugh. Uh, I don't know if he can make, like, a lateral college move. Oh, but I saw like, he's going to the NFL. Jimmy, yeah, yeah. yeah. want to talk about old Jimmy. Yeah, uh, as far as what you were mentioning of Dan Campbell, I mean – if they paid him enough, he might, but I don't know if they do, like, internal promotions. I mean, that offensive coordinator, I can't think of his name for the Lions. I mean, he looks like a genius. Like, yeah. he's going to – he'll be a head coach somewhere one day. Yeah, I mean, if you're but, Dan Lanning, what's the draw? Money. I mean, I'm yeah, okay, so let's say let's say outside of money, you've rebuilt the Lions to a seven – or what, seven and two, right? Right, or eight and two now? Dan Lanning with Oregon. Yeah, I mean – Dan Lanning's in the way. I said Dan Lanning. It's okay. Dan Campbell. Yeah. Dan Campbell. Yeah. They're both Dan. Yeah. yeah. They're both Dan's. Yeah. All Dan's. Dan. Yeah. No. I mean, so Dan Come Campbell. On, Dan. <laughs> Dan Campbell. I mean, he's turned the Lions around into mm-hmm. a into a playoff contending team. It looks like this year. I Possible mean, Lord, they're still struggling in some areas, but they look so much better than they did. You think they can't beat the Vikings? 
fight. Not with Dobbs. Not with Dobbs. I don't want to. Um, I mean, I, outside of money, I don't know what the draw is. College is such a different game than the NFL. Mm-hmm. I, I think we've seen guys go college to NFL. It doesn't work out. I think we've seen a handful of guys also go like Lovey Smith, go NFL to college, and it just doesn't work. Yeah. I uh, mean, each has their role. So, I, I don't think it would work with Dan Campbell. I mean, let's not forget but, when Nick Saban was the coach of the Dolphins and did not draft Drew Brees because he was too small. Yeah. Todd yeah. Mann still Nick, hates <laughs> Nick Saban. <laughs> the Nick Saban experiment <laughs> wasn't good. Because he took Dante Goldberg yeah. instead of Drew Brees. I mean, I think, I don't think Kirby Smart's leaving. No. I look at Kirby. I look at him as just a clone of Nick Saban. Like, he's he's at Georgia until he dies yeah. or until they, that I, place gets torn down. So, I guess I have this question for both of you, and I'll answer it as well. Who do you call? If you're A&M, who are you calling? To any of these schools, especially Mississippi State, too, being in the SEC, Boise State, whatever, I'm not worried about the rest of them. Who who in the world are you going to call? I'll give, you, is, th- I'll give you three calls. Because A&M wants natties now. Absolutely. A&M literally gave Jimbo a plaque with a blank date for when he was going to win the national championship. Yep. Texas A&M truly expects to compete. They don't just want someone to come in and be okay. Uh, they want no. to compete. My three numbers I call is Dan Campbell, simply to gauge the interest, if nothing else. See, I saw something that said he could he would, he would be interested in coming next year. And the pitch is college football, SEC, and you're back home and at you A&M. Can't get Dan Campbell now because say okay, Wild World, the Lions make a push to the Super Bowl. Yeah, February is way too late to start recruiting mm-hmm. for college. But anyways, go ahead. Yeah, so I I, I call Dan Campbell. Gotcha. Personally, I call Deion Sanders. I called he, he hasn't proven Why? to Prime me, time. and I will tell Why? you right now, Prime he has time. so he has not proven enough to me to coach the Texas A&M Aggies. However, you could not take a bigger risk and get slot possibly the greatest potential in the world than Dion. If you look at all the players, I mean, there's not a commit at all playing for Colorado. He just picked everybody he wanted to play, and that would come, and, th- and they came. Did you see it's, what Dion said about po- coaching A&M? What was they that? They asked him post-game. And he said uh, something along the lines of, oh, come on, man. We're not going to talk about that right now. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, and that's that means he wants to talk about it. You, that's exactly you what know. that means. a commit left. They call it. he thinks Dion's leaving. And to look, and I think if you're in College Station, and you know College Station loves attention. I.e. Johnny Football. Oh, yeah. They love attention. Yeah. If you got Dion in there, you are the talk of college football yep. for the whole offseason. Yep. It don't matter what happens. You yep. are the talk, and you got yep. support. You got the celebrities coming down to College Station. Oh, yeah. You're going to have everything. Yep. So I think purely on the potential side, you have to call him. Who's the third number? <laughs> so honestly, for me, the third number. What's the realistic hire? The third number for me <clears throat> isn't pretty. Oh. <laughs> Jeremy Pruitt, baby. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> and I the, the name literally just left me. But it's Georgia's DC. What's his name? We'll look it up. The DC for Georgia. Cut this so I don't look like an idiot. Why? For what he's done with the Georgia defense. Has the he ever been years. a coach? Years. Well, I mean, it's one of those where do you pull in a name or do you give somebody a chance? Like we did. Do you I've, give someone a chance yeah. like Josh Heupel and they possibly take off with it? I mean, I Kirby the was just A&M a coordinator. Is, Kirby was a coordinator until they took him yeah, over. Yeah, you know, I think the thing with A&M is they're going to have to take a chance no matter where they go mm-hmm. because there's nobody that sticks out right now that seems like they're willing to leave a program. But I also think at the same on the same token, 
And nobody thought Lincoln Riley was ever going to leave Oklahoma. Yeah. USC started ringing, and it freaking, dude, I mean. Glenn Schumann. That would be my charitable call for me. Just because, I mean, you look at what he's done at the Georgia defense, and they got players out there. I mean, the players he's got, I mean, the Philadelphia Eagles are the Philadelphia Dogs on defense because of everyone that's went from Georgia. And they've pretty much gone from college to NFL and producing the NFL. Yeah, exactly. And that's one of those where you are looking, and it's crazy because you always heard about Saban's coaching tree and everybody that came from it. I mean, now you really got to think about Kirby's coaching tree and if you can get ahead of it before everyone else does. Yeah. And the D.C. out there. So those would be my three calls. Please and No, I mean, I, I don't think Dion's going to Texas A&M. I mean, I, I mean, I don't, I don't know if I'd even take him seriously as a coach right now, just because of the way he like. I don't know, maybe, maybe I guess you can call me old school, but I mean, wasn't Shadur like he was like flashing his Rolex at the Stanford game? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. every game. Yeah, every, every game. game. Arizona I State. Saw, <laughs> I saw he's like courtside with Travis Hunter and uh, well, his other son. Dude, I want that framed. Bro, I will. I want it framed. Hanging in the loop. Real quick. This is a teaser we've talked about the, where we're probably going to get another guest, not guest on the pod, named Producer Professor Gabe. Oh, yeah, the goat debate? We are curious if any of you would like to possibly be on the pod to be either humbled or if you would like to kind of see the light. If you would like to hear, Dylan's got a bit of a complex on this. If topic. you would like to hear why your goat isn't the goat, and Will's Will knows he's heard he's been down the I road. Stepped up to the plate and he, I lost. He stepped up to the plate and uh, yeah, yeah, he lost. But uh, just just to, what'd you say? Huh? You say Michael Jordan was a goat? Hey, listen, we're talking college football, man. Let's keep let's keep it straight. All right, don't get it, <laughs> brother. I about spiraled. It, it, we yeah, so down North Carolina spiral. barely beat Duke. <laughs> But yeah, just just a plug, just a plug. If anyone's just feeling plug. froggy and want to go leave basketball to play baseball like Michael Jordan after I'm done with him, you can by joining the pod. Are you breaking the set, bro? Man, oh, that's disrespect. Do we have to burn it now that it's touched around? That would go viral. It would go viral. Hey, you got a tool in there? Oh, bad position. Hey, yo. I think the one last bit of college football news we have to address, and I, I, I'm sure Garrett wants to talk on this one, Jimmy Boy. What's going on with quote-unquote America's team up there <laughs> with the khaki pants and Jimmy Boy? Wait a second. Yeah, what kind of asinine idiot freaking looks <laughs> Come on, come on. Looks at reporters on a Monday morning after being suspended for cheating and says, we should be America's team. Yeah, by God, you should be America's team just like the freaking Patriots after winning the Super Bowl they cheated in. You should be the freaking – I mean, I'm just saying, I'm just (laughs) – All right, like you should be America's team like freaking – God, I don't know. I mean, anybody who cheats, you can't – that's not the American way. In this country – Innocent until proven guilty. Beyond yeah, well, a reasonable doubt. Yeah, okay. I see Connor Stallions on the freaking Central Michigan sideline. That seems pretty freaking guilty to me. OJ Simpson. Yeah, well, we all know what he we should, did. We should have a true crime pod. <laughs> After dark pod. Okay, sorry. I'm spiraling. Yeah, I mean, uh, that's, that's that's pretty ignorant. Uh, How 
inspirational. Verse of the day. <laughs> oh. We're talking about I America's talk about... theme and cheating, and the good Lord said, good read Lord this verse, boys, is what you need. Uh, yeah, I think Jim Harbaugh's like probably rounding the corner to uh, to go into a mental facility. Let me ask you this. If UT was accused of the same things, how would you feel? Uh, we are America's team, baby! <laughs> <laughs> go Bulls! Go Bulls! Yeah, I'd probably just stick my hey, head listen, in the sand. Hey, listen, you know what they said: win if you can, it. lose if you must, but always <laughs> cheat, boys. Yeah. Woo! I don't, I, you know, I don't really know though. I mean, I, I've seen some stuff that says like what Michigan did was not abnormal. So we talked about it last week, but I have a lot of questions that if it wasn't abnormal, um, and everybody does this, and this is considered cheating, um, should a lot of other programs not be getting in trouble as well? So, I, I, you heard me talk about it. I don't want to demean sending someone, but everybody tries to figure out every the other team's What's signals. the difference in sending someone and watching a team play on TV and catching the signs? I'm just going to be honest. I'm not sure. I really don't know. I don't think there is. To be real. However, I will say with Michigan, I called them the national championship team at the start of the year. I'm sick of it. They haven't proved me wrong yet, and I think you just placed bet. I mean, you're seeing every Michigan player. Like, you talk about a chip on the shoulder. Bet. You're about to see that team play. Yeah. Well, also, anybody who thinks Harbaugh is still not co- is not coaching that team is completely idiotic. I mean, Harbaugh is just in a war room or in the press box coaching that team. But... We live in 2023. He's got an earpiece in his hotel or oh, his yeah. car. Yeah. yeah. I do just want to say this because I'm just a, not a believer in this conference. Maybe Ohio State, that's it. Like, they look good. You're not, you're not I, a Michigan believer? I'm a, no, I'm not. This is the same oh, team. Oh, no. They, no, no, no. I ain't no Michigan believer, dude. Oh, no. And I say this because is there a genuine difference between the team this year and the team last year? I just feel yes. like they always yes. choke. Yes. There's a difference. Is there? Michigan is averaging like 31, over 31 points a game on offense, and their opponents are scoring like under 17 points a game. Name another team in college football that's had consistency like that this year. Washington. Michigan did not have that kind of consistency last year. Washington has a high-powered offense, but they have no yeah, defense. That's, that's what true. I'm saying. Like, Michigan can score at will and hold anybody to under 10 points. Uh, that's kind of a – Maybe I just need to educate myself more because I always thought, like, the team last year was Blake Corum, and I thought the team I mean, I still kind of think Corum. they're frauds a little bit in the back of my mind. I don't know. But... I think it's just because I saw TCU beat the heck out whoa, of them. Whoa, whoa, but... put that leg down. Whoa. Hey, my goodness. We're on the pod. You can't be. (laughs) We're recording, dude. You can't be. That's a fresh. Sorry, I'm just trying to get the. I'm trying to get the viewers in. I'm glad. I'm glad you wore black though, because Tennessee's funeral was Saturday. Oh. We should have worn the the dark mode. Hey, we're gonna see the orange helmets this year. Why not? Screw it. (laughs) I don't think we'll ever see them again. No, I wouldn't. So like. But they look cool. Alumni Hall Post made a shirt of the orange helmets. And yeah. I refused to buy it, even though the shirt was sick. I refused to buy it because of how the South Carolina game went. Yeah, facts. But, I mean, for, for Michigan, for me, I still think they're a – I still think they're the best team in the country. Yeah. So, I think you're just going to see them play with a chip on their shoulder now and just turn it up even more. Yeah. Uh, it's before, we, before we get a little NFL. Yeah, anything, we got to hit NFL. The first thing I would like to lead on NFL talks – NFL's not as is, as college was this week. No, it wasn't. However, I saw a clip of a live concert in Buenos Aires. 
<laughs> you want to know where I'm going? Where there was a lyric change. And the lyrics read this. Karma. Karma is my boyfriend. Pretty much. Karma is the guy on the Chiefs coming home to me. That's my Roman Empire. And then seeing Taylor Swift run to Travis Kelsey to give him a little... And she sounded nervous. Did you hear that? Did you hear that quality behind that? Do it again. Do you ever just look at Jason Kelsey? Hold on, hold on, hold on. And think, this is the guy that's going to be the best man at Taylor Swift's wedding? Wait, I might keep these on. Bro, yeah, you can keep it on for a bit. I have I have a voice control. Yeah, what a wedding. Travis Kelsey marrying Taylor Swift with the world's sexiest man as the best man. I mean, does it get any better than that? We've said it. The Kelsey's rule the world. (laughs) They really do. But, I mean, NFL news other than that, which is my Roman Empire. I mean, it's not a whole lot changing in the NFL. Pretty much everything is the same. I think the one thing we want to talk about. Josh Allen continues to play to the strength of his opponents. So, and have you seen the Stephon Diggs? I know you've seen it. The Stephon Diggs drama uh, with Trayvon Diggs pretty much calling out Josh Allen, saying bro wasn't doing nothing until Stephon rolled up there anyway and, like, eating into it. So, I think Will's strength really lies NFL-wise. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, are the in, Bills frauding? Now, let's – I do want to point out. The Bills are frauds. I do want to point out one thing. The Bills they do have – OC this morning. The Bills do have, like, the Mid-season toughest schedule. Mid-season is out of pocket, too. And the Bills have like the toughest schedule in the league yeah. because they have been winning the division. But except for the time when they ahead, lost boy. to the Broncos, I'll say this about the Bills. Uh, I saw that news about the OC being fired. Yeah, um, I think we truly need to see a few more games from Josh Allen to see okay. if this is going to be like a trend, like because he was elite, like the past couple years he's been elite. Yeah, but that's true. I mean, whether Stephon Diggs or not. He has been yeah. elite, without yeah. a doubt. Yeah, so. it's just the turnovers is just like, I mean, I feel like he's had an interception every single game. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I don't think uh, what they're, they're like five and five. I think yeah, they're like probably. fighting. Yeah, for yeah. the playoffs. As a hiding cowboy fan, why do we not talk about Josh Allen's interceptions like we do Dak Prescott's? If Dak Prescott put up numbers like that, he'd be on the roasting pan in two seconds. Oh yeah. And Josh Allen, I did feel like kind of gets a buy. Just. Uh well, Dak Prescott does play for the most popular football team in America. America's team. I mean, you see that. Dak does this every You see year. that He's navy blue choke. star come playoff time. <clears throat> yeah, but I don't want to believe. I mean, you see that. You navy are blue star. you are a Dak believer. I've been a Dak. Yeah, you've been a Dak believer. You know that, bro. I've been about it. But anyway, go ahead. Yeah, just. I mean, Dak plays on the most popular team, so I think people are mm-hmm. more inclined to pay attention to what he's doing. There's a higher standard for the Cowboys. Um, unfortunately for them, apparently when you win five Super Bowls, you know, people expect you to win some more. So, which Jerry Jones is the death of, of that team. As soon oh, as they get new ownership, dude. they'll, they'll be better, oh, but man. it's, it's ridiculous. We need to get Jimbo on the pod and talk about that. Hey, <laughs> hey Jimbo's free. Uh, my Jimbo. I don't know who Jimbo is. My, my, wow. Dang. Who's Jim? Oh, your dad. If he grabbed this bro. microphone, bro, we'd be. Give two, two in five two minutes. Scenarios. And just two scenarios. Two scenarios would go. happen. One, he would pro- like he'd either offend the entire country, or Which two, would it would be an hour long rant about Ezekiel Elliott who doesn't even play for the Cowboys <laughs> and just the Cowboys in general. Yeah, no, yeah. No, no, no. Uh, but so. yeah, not much shakeup uh, in the NFL. Um, I saw Sam Howell 
leading the league. Bro, a lot of the two leaders. leading passing leaders right now, Sam Howell and C.J. Stroud. Rookies. Just like mm. everybody predicted, I'm sure. The future of the league is bright. C.J. Yes. Stroud. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my God. He's so so confident. Man figured out the offense. Oh, dude, it's over now. And the Houston offense at that. Yeah, yes. One thing I'll say about uh, Stroud. And you've been a big Tank Dale believer, too. Yeah, well, there's a big story behind that. I didn't know that, like, he told the Texans that if they take him first, they have to take Tank Dale. So, ever since then, I've been, like, a big believer. But I watched his – he was a dog at Houston. Like, I didn't – he was so explosive and – one thing I like about Stroud and, like, just the Texans in general is, one, their defense is underrated. And I don't know if you all know this. Derek Stingley has been out all year, and he's back now. He's coming oh. back. So, oh. uh, And then they have uh, Will Anderson. Will Anderson. Yeah, yeah, yeah he's a dog. Uh, but then, like, Stroud, I mean, his weapons, like, uh, Nico resurrected him from the dead. Uh, Noah Brown, who was a cowboy. Noah Brown. Uh, Tank Dell, Robert Dalton Woods. Schultz, don't they? Is Dalton Schultz their tight end? Yeah, Dalton Schultz. And they just – they have all those weapons. They don't even run the ball no more. Yeah. Like, I mean, they got Singletary, <laughs> but they don't even need Singletary. Yeah. Damian Pierce just became a nothing. And yeah. that was really what we were thinking the only bright spot of the offense was, and he's nothing now. Yeah. yeah. The, uh, the Texans' offense this year is what we thought uh, – the Jets' offense was going to be. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. That's a good point. Absolutely. Uh, hey, is Aaron Rodgers going to make his comeback? Mid-December. Conspiracy kinda, theory Kind of looks like, kinda oh, look like Zach Wilson is holding it Give go. me my popcorn. He didn't tear his Achilles. That's what I was reading. I read I, – I went so far into, like, uh, Where did conspiracy land. Clip it. Clip it. I know me and my boy. When we find a conspiracy, <laughs> it's a spiral, son. We will stay yeah. on that rabbit hole for an hour. I'm, I'm telling you this. Even if he does come back – that, I watched Zach Wilson play, and I'm not going to defer all the blame. That offensive line is about trash. Yeah. Like, if Aaron Rodgers, he might be able to come back and, like, stand like, you know, a statue and throw the ball, but he's going to have to be running. Yeah. Uh, but no, I saw this conspiracy theory because I guess he went into hiding. Like, he went into, like, a cabin. Oh, oh back around the summer. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. in the summer. Dark. And he came out and he, like, he had his own dark mode. He was, like, a self proclaimed, <laughs> like, uh, Savior. I, yeah, I don't even know what he was saying. It was like something crazy. So then I read that. I don't know. But, I mean, you can see the injury, like, happen on TV. That's the only reason I don't believe it. But, I don't know. If he comes back, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say that. But I'm going to go pick well, him up. I saw where he was running on the sideline this week. Truly, he's running, walking, normal, throwing right now. Yeah. What he's doing, and, and I read a report on this, and this is factual, he's defying science and medicine. Did, like, there, that's Sonny true. Michelle though, like, if, the if same this is legit. Injury. And come back in about 15 weeks. And Cam Akers came Cam back Akers, and played the yeah. Super Bowl. That, Cam Akers, that's yeah, what I was, that was thinking it. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, there's doctors around the world trying to find out how he's doing this. Because I guess he does some exploratory surgery that was, like, risky, and that's why the results are what they are. But, I mean, he's defined logic, man. But the doctor's one, about to get a bag. One thing I would like to hear from you, too, if we can fit it in real quick. Yeah. Uh, what's your early Super Bowl prediction right now? Jags 49ers. Oh! Whoa, God. Oh, God, give him the mic. The Jags. <laughs> okay. And I know Dylan is going to – he's probably going to take me out back, like, after I say this and mess me up. I'm not a believer in T-Law. I think he's just a game manager with charisma. Like, 
And maybe it's Doug Peterson. Maybe it's the offensive coordinator. Maybe it's Calvin Ridley. I don't know. Could be anyone. <laughs> yeah, he's got the money line. <laughs> yeah. That's why they're taking it. Yeah. Yeah. Ridley got the money line. <laughs> I mean, they just – I haven't been impressed this year. I mean, I guess I think their best game was against the Saints. The Saints have a great defense, but That's I'm just true. not a Ridley said, crap, bats. I got the under preseason. We, I got to drop a few balls. I'm I mean, yeah, look at this score, 34-3, and three, uh, Jaguars. Yeah, I mean, I know the 49ers are good, but – Chase Young? Yeah. 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 You think so? Yeah. Well, I, I do. can't believe the commanders. And then on the other side, they've got Bosa coming off. So, yeah. That, that, they got Fred Warner at linebacker. Yeah. I mean, let's look at old Jags here. Pittsburgh. Any notable wins? Bengals. They beat the Bengals. Or do they, they haven't played them yet. Sorry. No, they haven't played them yet. How do I go back further? I don't know. I think that's as far as back. That's week one, Pittsburgh. Yeah. But that's like the last week. Oh. oh. <laughs> I mean, wait. If they look at the rest of their schedule, bro, his schedule. Tap the schedule button. The schedule button. Tap oh, the schedule <laughs> this button. guy. I'm not qualified to make picks. I can't God. even find the schedule button. Okay, right. they beat the Colts. Not they beat impressive. the Colts. I mean, Chiefs, they kept it close L. to the Chiefs. Well, that was a rebound uh, game for the Chiefs, though. Didn't really keep it close to the Texans. L to the Texans in Week Three. Any That's... team that beat the Falcons doesn't get clout for me. Uh. Speaking of hot seat, is Arthur Smith on the hot seat? Yes. Oh. The Falcons are garbage. Let's hear it. I don't think so because they're that much garbage that you can't blame it on the coach. But who knows? Arthur Smith is the owner, is he not? Or the GM? He's a coach. Yeah, coach. Arthur His dad else. owns FedEx. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. No, who's the who's the owner of the Falcons then? It's Arthur something, isn't it? It's Matt Ryan. No, I'm joking. <laughs> Matt Ryan. <laughs> okay, you got the Jags. Let's hear it. What was he going to say? Cam what, Newton. What do you got? Um, I mean, I like the Chiefs. I, their defense is uh, out of this world. Karma is my boyfriend. Yeah, I mean, if they had a, the a new true dynasty? wide receiver like one on that team, I'd say they're they're going to win it. The Vikings might be my dark horse. Can I make a case there. for the Chiefs being the new Patriots? As a Patriots fan, that pains me to say it, but I'll say it. Yeah, I mean, because my, my analysis on the Chiefs, I mean, we know them all too well. They take no-name I mean, receivers yeah. and decent tight ends. Can you explain that in 10 minutes? Absolutely, yeah. I mean, we, we know the Chiefs all too well. I mean, it's karma. It's karma. I mean, their offense is bejeweled. When you have Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey, I mean, Kelsey, 1989, since 1989, he's been they balling out. They have a mastermind. They, have a, they truly have a mastermind. I mean, if they I get a loss, say, they I would shake say it that off. The, like, the defenders see a lot of red. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I mean when when they have a loss, look at the stats. They truly just they shake it off. They're they're bejeweled. They do. They and I mean it's it's kind of like a love story between Andy yeah, Reid and Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. So I mean ever since 15 lots of red, not a lot of Tim McGraw. Yeah, the hat is good. That's a that's a that's a <laughs> clip clip. Uh but I mean I mean yeah, we know what they are. We know what they do. I mean Betty is up there in the stands cheering for the Chiefs. I'm sure Marjorie's up there cheering yeah. for him. I'm sure going crazy. I mean, you can call him an anti-hero if you want to, sure. or you could just live in the lavender haze. Yeah. But the Chiefs are what a deep dive. The Chiefs. So, I think it was pretty great. I know my fiance would love that clip. Just for the record, might have shared with her. <laughs> I will. Uh, you want to hop segments? Well, I mean, how could we hit our segments without talking about our favorite golf partner? Tell me about it. Will, we got we, we want to talk to you a little bit. I mean, do you like polo shirts? 
like the brand or just like the style shirt? Yeah, not style, the style. pony wheel, not the not pony. The pony. <laughs> I, I'd say I. I've been known to, I've seen Will in a polo. Hey, he has been grinding in the gym. I mean, yeah. if he wears a polo shirt, you feel sorry for them sleeves, man. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they yeah, about the sleeves will break, be filled son. for sure. Absolutely. Uh, I mean, I, I'm just saying, like, as a man who plays golf, even as someone who doesn't play golf, I would highly recommend anybody to go to Shanket Golf and just pick up a, a, little, a little polo. Yeah, I mean, if you went to Shanket Golf, you you might think, like, man, like, what's the benefit of going to Shanket Golf? Yeah. But, I mean – do you like 15% off? Hey, I'll take 15% off. And do you like hearing the most magical sound in the world? Let's hear it. Was that no, not nice that was, in your ears? Yeah, was, was that not nice in your ears? Did it not just feel nice? I want to give you the headset so you can hear it. <laughs> <laughs> So go ahead, SD Pod One Five. Go ahead, tell them Garrett. Yeah, SD Pod One Five, ShankyGolf.com. Yeah, I mean they're great. Uh, shout out to them for the partnership. And uh, I mean, yeah, it's not you polo. Yeah, if, if you're if you play golf, I mean, they've got golf towels, golf balls, uh, golf tees, golf hats, t-shirts uh, that look appropriate on the course. You know that's a big deal. It's the the unsaid rule of golf is you always want to dress nice. And so, yeah, I mean they've got golf shoes, socks, what whatever you want golf related if you're not a golf fan they still have some stuff for you over there so um personally i have a hat of theirs and it's beautiful yeah Yeah. and i mean while we're there i mean i personally i like to live my life with a heavy positive culture i mean culture is a big piece of what we do yeah culture is really a big piece of the pod i mean without culture you could say we wouldn't have a pod. yeah without the culture we've created and the culture that we have what would we be we would be nothing yeah so I mean, so this pod cannot be done without without being brought to you by Culture Productions. That was a beautiful segue, bro. <laughs> Let's freaking go, baby. Let's, Let's go. go. Let's go. About to knock over Culture Productions, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, we don't got the money to pay for that, don't we? Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I think it's I think it's pretty much it. So let me yeah. inform you if you haven't listened to the pod, we like to do a little thing called Off the Rails. Yeah, follow it up by. Getting back on track. A GBOT. It took me a second, bro. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm from Bloomingdale, baby. It took me a second. Yeah, to we're going to follow it up with a little segment called Lock It Up. Oh, oh. Do you have, you, have you studied the picks for this week? You, you don't better have to put study that beautiful just, mind to we ease. Just, we just pick them on one. the fly. Yeah, we yeah, pick it on the fly anyway. Yeah, that is true. Uh, that yeah, is true. Yeah. So, um, off the tracks, we typically do a college and NFL for both of them. We'll kind of do it quick. We're short on time. I mean, we're always short on time. But, I mean, producer Gabe, I mean, we'll just kiss him right on the forehead when this is all over. Um, for me, off the rails in college. <sighs> Wait, pause. Is Tennessee still ranked? Yeah, we are. Yeah, don't ask. In the AP poll? Yes. What are we ranked at? It's in the 20s. I think it's 21, maybe. Oh, my God. How are we not out of the poll? Uh, that's generous. Well, we will be after this week. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I, my off my off the track, it, it kind of feels like low-hanging fruit. Um, I, I'm going to go Ole Miss. Uh, we, we didn't really think Ole Miss had a chance to go into Georgia and win. But we were all as UT fans hoping they would. It didn't matter. I think Ole Miss matter. has submitted themselves as the Penn State of the SEC. Which is fine. They'll be happy with that because they didn't have success like that until Kiffin got exactly, there. Exactly. Exactly. So if they're happy with that, I'm happy for them. Uh, I mean, but, as a Tennessee fan, 
I would love to be the Penn State of the SEC right now. Yeah, I mean, it's just, I mean, you're going to go 10 and 2 every year, and it is what it is. They're 9 and 3, probably. Yep. Uh, but, I mean, it's just, it feels like over and over, Ole Miss is going into games with a legit fighter's chance. Yep. And they just never come Someone. close. They're close with never, Georgia, never even come close. They just, it just, yeah. they just, it does not go too well. So, yeah. That's going to be my off the track. And, I mean, real quick, I'll throw it in. It's going to low hanging for it again for the NFL. Give me the Bills. God, uh, stealing my pick. Yeah, I've done it because I felt it coming. I just had to uh, jump in there real quick. Uh, but, I mean, the Bills, I mean, you, you look at where they're at. You want to fat kid in Kmart. Yeah. <laughs> it is fun. I'm kidding. I'm the fat kid. Um, if you look at the Bills, they're already 5-5, five and, five, and you look at the schedule coming up, it is brutal. So, I mean, I think it's uh, I think the Bills are in quite danger considering how their seasons have been going. Yeah, I'm going to sandbag on our Tennessee Vols a little bit. That's my off the rails. I mean, at a – do we have a guest calling? A guest calling? Oh, bro, that'd be dangerous. No, we do not. That'd be dangerous, bro. You never know what's right going to happen. Just tell her she's live on the pod. Should I? Yeah. Oh, no. Tell her Will, Will and Garrett are here. She's live on the pod. Hi, honey. Do you have a free second? Okay, um, we just got quick news for you. We're about to wrap it up. Uh, you are live with Garrett and our special guest, Willem. Willem Grimes on the Split Decision Sports Podcast. Is there anything you'd like to tell the people, my sweet pea honey pie? Well, hello, everyone. Oh, Can what we a beautiful get a, voice. What a voice, man. The voice of the people. Can we get an update on the Tennessee track and field team? How are they looking this year? Yeah, how's the Tennessee track and field team looking? Well... I honestly don't know. I'm pretty tapped out on that. Do you know why we asked her that? Why Why do you ask her that, Garrett? Uh, Probably because she's a Tennessee track and field alum. God, it just fires me up every time I hear it. Uh, <laughs> William, I know, and I love you for it, honey. Uh, William, is there anything you want to ask the lady while she's live? Is UT beating Georgia this week? Absolutely. Go freaking balls. That's, that's what we like. Let's go. Let's go. That's what I need. She knows them all too well. Honestly. Oh, I see what you done there. Hey, honest, honestly, forget Dolly Parton. We just need Savannah. Uh, that's, what, that's what the UT team's been missing this whole they, year. They're missing Savannah. <laughs> Savannah. That's what they've yes. been missing. It's just the vibes are immaculate. I mean, all I'm saying is when Savannah's been to a game this year, Tennessee is undefeated. So That is true. So okay. she's a secret weapon. We're yeah. dropping all of her plans <laughs> be, yeah. and a mortgage and yeah, going yeah. to the Georgia game. Uh, but anyway, honey, is there anything else you want to add? Are you okay? Do you need me? I am okay. I do not need anything. Oh, also, congratulations to Will and Cass. Oh! Hey! Hey! Yes, shout out on the pod. Wow, congratulations. The Thank you, Kay Zulers. <laughs> this spot is sponsored by K Jewelers. <laughs> that, that is not a sponsor at all, but um, by all means, if they would like to sponsor us, we would be more than happy to take that sponsorship. Yeah. Okay, well, um, I love you, honey, and I will call you in five minutes. Okay, make sure to like, comment, subscribe. Hey! Tap that like button. Tap that like button. Um, you know, and I'm going to hang it up here. You know why I'm most hype she called right now? This is locking her in to listen to the pod. Yeah, she's, she's gonna, she's gonna go. have to listen to the whole That's thing to listen, get to the baby. end. Let's go. Let's go. Okay. Well, I love you, babe. Love you. I love you too. Bye. Love you guys. Woo! See you, Savannah. She said she loves me. She said she was proud of me this weekend. I just fired me up. You put that on the pod. 
I'll pay whatever I got to in, in a week and a half. Uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, sorry that interrupted your segment. Savannah said she was proud of me this week. It? She Maybe did, bro. We got it. She gave us a great endorsement. She did. And this would be a great time she while I've interrupted you enough to it? thank Don't all we? the listeners. Yeah, hey, we really should. We got yeah. listeners in the United States of America. Yeah, Belgium. Belgium. Oh my God! Yeah, big time listeners That's out big. in Belgium. That's baby. big. Yeah. Bar. Bados. Oh my God, dude. Dude, I love shit. their chicken bowls. Follow it up. <laughs> Big fan of the steak. I prefer mine of the sauteed onions and peppers, personally. Uh, and, and Spain. Yeah, Sorry, Spain. Spain. We just got to <laughs> throw it in there. Yeah, yeah. Whoever's <laughs> listening in Spain, please, if you Share come it. back, yeah, please, if you come yeah, back, please yeah. reach out. We'll We're call busy. you. I'll pay for the international yeah. in a week and a half, and we'll be yeah. happy to have yeah. you on here. Yeah. No. Okay. Yeah. So low hanging fruit, or where we were at. I mean, I'm gonna take take the the easy punching back here, the Tennessee Vols, um, just for off the track or off the off the rails, off the tracks, whatever. Um, inexcusable. Uh, and I really think the problem is quarterback play. Um, in the past, we've blamed a lot of things on quarterback play. I think when the problem has really been coaching. For once, coaching is not a problem. It is truly quarterback play. And you guys got to clean it up, man. We've got star receivers, man. Dante Thornton. Anytime the ball is in the same zip code as him, he's catching it, dude. He's tough. I mean, he's he's a dog. So, when you got guys like that, Squirrel White, Ramel Keaton, three-headed running back in the backfield, I mean, no excuse to lose games. Um, NFL, off the rails. I think I'm probably going to go Ravens, honestly. I mean – Coming down, late game there. They had the game in their hands and, and just let it slip away from them. I'm not totally sure how that happens. Um, I mean, obviously I know how that happens, but uh, it's inexcusable. Um, I would almost, like, double up on this and go Saints as well. I mean, you brought in Carr. You've got Foster Moreau. Um, AK. I mean, I know Jameis is starting right now, but, yeah, you've got Alvin Kamara. Um, Sean Payton's gone. Yeah, sure, get over it. Um, this just – you're in an, in, a, in a very easable, easy, easily winnable division, and you're choking every game. You're throwing them away. No points, no defense. Uh, I don't know what the problem is, but, yeah, y'all, y'all got to get that straightened up. So, Yeah, I mean, I was going to say the Saints. I, their defense is lights out. They got plenty of weapons. Uh, Shahid, Alave, Michael yeah. Thomas. Oh, my gosh, yeah. I mean, you can look anywhere. Well, uh, not Michael Thomas anymore. I heard there might have been a – uh, an incident with the construction crew and, yeah. and a brick hitting a window. Yeah. Well, I know he got he got hurt in the first try of the game, so <laughs> not sure if that's a – that might be a different conspiracy. Is that karma? <laughs> oh. Karma is my boyfriend. <laughs> but, yeah, the Saints uh, – now, for my Chris Olave shares in all my fantasy leagues, oh, I God. love Jameis Winston. <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah he, had, he had zero points yeah. when Carr was in. Jameis comes in, and I swear to God – Chris Olave had 16 points within like two minutes. Oh yeah, yeah. So um, yeah, I think the Saints. They, like you said, I mean, Champagne's not there. They just need to. I don't know what. They, I just feel like they don't have an identity. Like some weeks they want to use Taysom Hill at yeah. every single position. Some yeah. weeks they want to check down to Alvin Kamara. Some weeks they want to toss it uh, to Olave like 50 yards down the field. Um, What's your college off the rails? I feel like they've been off the rails for a while, but USC, man, what in the world? Lincoln <laughs> Riley and defenses are they never what, be three said. or four losses now. Yes. Uh, hey, we could play USC in a bowl game, yeah. bro. Bro, that'd Dude, be epic. That would. That would I mean, be. 
Come, I mean, yeah, I mean, what's he can make Lincoln Riley can make Heisman Heisman uh, caliber quarterbacks, but there's like there's he's never coach a linebacker a, up to he, save his life. Yeah, yeah. And, I mean, I think it all started like Notre Dame, and then they lost to downhill uh, slide. Yeah, mm-hmm. Washington. Washington, Oregon. Nearly lost to Colorado. They lost to Utah. They have never won against Utah since Caleb Williams has been the starting quarterback. That's that's bad. USC, uh, what What happened? happened? What What happened? I don't know. We'll we'll tag him. Yeah, we'll tag him. James Ross? (laughs) Yeah, Ross. But, yeah, I'd say USC is my off the rails. Yeah, okay, go ahead and give us your back on track for college and then back on track for NFL as well. I'm sorry. We're we're getting there. Are you mad at me? We had a third voice okay, at the table you. this week. Uh, okay. I feel. I think. I think he's mad at me. I'm after the diamond. We can. We can kiss him. Cheesy Gordita crap. Look at him. He's throwing his hands at bro. He's mad at us. I'm kidding. <laughs> bro, I'm kidding. I know it's okay, Dude, baby. I'll take I you to Waffle you. House after this. Breathe. I love you. It's all right. Cool it. Uh, but I mean, are we we going back on track here? Yeah. Um, my back on track. <laughs> There's a few different ways you could go with it, obviously. Man, I hate to. Understand. It. Hold uh, on. <laughs> what a fool! <laughs> what a fool! Good job. I hope I got your watch and your two hundred fifty dollars. You're gonna have to buy a new headset for that. Um, Does it still work? Hello. You good? Hey. Oh, yeah. Hey. 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 You good? Uh, for my back on track, it, this is going to sound <laughs> crazy. Um, I really don't know what direction to go, so I'm just going to go it here. Please don't be mad. Please don't make me feel stupid. I'm, I'm going to say Colorado in a loss. That, that turned both of no, your heads you can't the be back way. on track in a loss. Yes, you can. Yes, you can. <laughs> what the frick? Colorado been getting demolished. Yeah, I just filed for bankruptcy, but man, my life is on track right <laughs> hey, now. Hey, listen, I mean, you go if you go, thir- if you go chapter 13, you bubble it up wherever you need it. I mean, it ain't the worst thing in the world. However, oh, um, <laughs> sorry, I learned about that. Um, but I mean, they, they competed. Uh, they felt like they were really spiraling out. It was getting rough, but um, I mean, Arizona's looking like a good team. They're really playing good football, and they actually competed. So it was good to see them compete. And the NFL, give me the 49ers. Um, Even if they get back on track, they did lose three in a row. The bye week could not have come at a better time. They got healthy and walked into Jacksonville, who some people on the podcast even may have them as an early Super Bowl contender, um, walk in Jacksonville and just obliterate the Jaguars. So I'm going to go Niners on that. We can get a quick one from Garrett maybe there. Uh, Yeah, back on track. Um, College, um, I mean, they haven't lost a game since week two, but – They'll roll tide, man. I hate to say it, but yeah. um, I mean, I, I think for Tennessee, it was an identity game against Bama. We figured out what our team was made of, and I think against Bama, they also had an identity game. They figured out that they were going to have that dog in them and uh, go get it every game. And, I mean, look at it, dude. I mean, yeah, maybe they've not played some super impressive teams since then, but they're looking at 40-plus points a game, opponents scoring, you know, under two, three scores. I mean, vintage Bama. They're back, man, and not like they ever really left, but people were questioning them for good reason. So, yeah, Bama's back on track. NFL, my God, the Houston Texans are back on track, baby. Um, oh, good pick, good pick. I mean, pick. Let's, let's be honest, Deshaun, all the stuff happened with Deshaun, Deshaun it felt like that stuff kind of came out of left field. 
Um, they lost D-Hop. They lost Deshaun. And you're like, well, you know, the Texans are a poverty franchise. Also being one of the newest franchises in the NFL. And, uh, man, they went out and got their guy. Um, they passed on some other quarterbacks that have not really panned out so far as rookies. And uh, went and got their guy. Uh, C.J. Stroud, man, I mean, if you, I mean, can't beat him, join him. I don't know what to say to that. I mean, he just lighted up. Good for him. Setting ruck, records as a rookie. Leading, the, you know, whatever. Sam Howell's leading the NFL. C.J. Stroud's second. I mean, yeah, he's got it going for him right now. So, Anything you want to add back on track? Um, I mean, I'll echo the two teams y'all picked, but I wouldn't necessarily say super back on track, but the Cardinals – K one, K one, he came back, K-1. which I thought was kind of a surprise. That's back on track. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he looked good, I and mean, he's yeah. running. I, I think that's yeah. the holdup for a lot of people. Is like, is he going to come back and he's going to run? Now there was a weird instance where they did a QB sneak under one with Clayton Team, <laughs> but that's probably because he had about hundred pounds on. Yeah, fantasy owners not happy about that one. <laughs> yeah, uh, but I mean, the Falcons have a very underrated defense. I feel, and I think the Cardinals they went and got that win. We got the dub. Yeah. So yeah, that's good stuff, dude. Yeah, and I, like I mean, just real quick, I mean that's a really good. And also for Arizona, I mean you kind of feel good about them having K one under center because if not, they could really tank the season and get Caleb Williams if they really wanted to. So they to, don't want Caleb, not how he's been playing, bro. Yeah, no, I mean to put to put K one in the end of the year. To put K one in, it's a lot of faith in K one to me. So uh, straight fusing last seg, lock it up, 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 lock it up. Give me lock it up. Oh, oh, that's that Fortnite hit it. Um, so I will go first here. Um, I'm gonna go Big Twelve. I've rode Kansas a whole lot this year. Yeah, for good and bad. Yeah. Um, I'm going against them here. They are an oh. eight point favorite at home against a higher ranked team against Kansas State. When was uh, the last time they won a game like that? Kansas is spiraling out a little bit. Kansas State's ranked yeah, higher, and I'm getting an eight point. Bonus in the better ranked team in Kansas State. Yeah. Um, give me Kansas State to at least stay within a touchdown in Lawrence. Okay. I'll probably go in Michigan. Uh, Nineteen oh, point favorites Dalton. over Maryland. Tagovailoa. Good lord. I mean, yeah, okay. Tagovailoa is good, but I mean, nineteen points. It kind of feels like goodwill out there. I mean, we're just giving it away. We got goodwill on the podcast. We do have a good will on the podcast. Hey. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, I mean, how could you not take that, in my opinion? Yeah, I like it. Uh, I'll pump through some of these. My second one, I'm going to double up on the Pac-12 on the last two. Um, for a Pac-12, give me uh, give me Utah at Arizona. I know Arizona's hot. Yeah, you like that, too. I, I know Arizona's hot right now, but I'm still not a full believer. Uh, Utah is a very physical, good football team, mm-hmm. even though they – have dropped a few here and there where really they're supposed to drop. But Utah is a one-point underdog going to Arizona. I think Utah is the much better team. So give me Utah over Arizona. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't know. Will, give us a lock. I was actually – that was the one that caught my eye. Uh, Utah and Arizona. But my lock it up bet for that, give me an alternate spread with Utah winning by oh. more than – I'd say – at least a touchdown. Uh, six and a half. Yeah. I like it. Alternate I think spread, uh, Utah. Utah is a That's very – clip right there. Yeah. They uh, – dude, I mean, there's something about them. I know they can't, like, really – it almost feels inconsistent, but they're never out of the game. Yes. 
And I know it's in Arizona, but, I mean, Utah, like you said, physical. They play hard. They got the defense. They got the coaching. Um, and basketball season's over with. They don't care about football anymore in Arizona. No. <laughs> no they're, yeah, they're all about, yeah. <laughs> dude, basketball, I can't wait. Yeah, dude. Go ahead, Garrett. Uh, I'm going to go uh, Duke-Virginia here. Um, Duke is favored by four points. Granted, they don't have a wonderful offense, but they do have a wonderful defense. And uh, Virginia is Dogwater. So, oh, Tony Elliott? UT, <laughs> UT would never stoop to that level. Trust me on that one, brother. Um, yeah, that's another guy that I think is probably canned at the end of the year, Tony Elliott, unfortunately. But, um, yeah, I'm, I'm going to take Duke. Favorite by four points. Uh, my last one, like I said, I'm going to double up Pac-12. I'm going to stay in the Pac-12. Um, Washington is a two-and-a-half-point underdog at Oregon State. Um, Oregon State's been a good football team this year, but DJ Ugalele is going to be on a national stage for really, in my opinion, the first time this year. No one's really paid attention to Oregon State. They flew under the radar, which will be concerning for a lot of teams. However, Washington is playing to get in the college football playoff. They have a lot to play for. Uh, Michael Penix, to me, is the rightful Heisman candidate right now, even though it might go to – Bo Nix or whatever it is. I heard you mention Bo earlier, Will, but, I mean, he's playing great ball. But just seeing what Washington's done as a team and Michael Penix leading them, I'm, I'm a big fan of that. Even though going on the road at Oregon State, like I said, they flew under the radar, but Washington has everything to play for. And I think this kind of solidifies their chance into the playoffs. So, give me Washington there. Yeah, I'm going to go uh, – I've been uh, riding this team hard all year, and I'm just going to keep going with it. It's unfortunate that they can't play in the college football playoff. Um, because of just becoming an FBS team. Oh, going, here it goes. James you know they're ranked top 25 in basketball and football. Yeah, dude, they're living in Harrisonburg, Virginia. Duke's right up, now. baby. Um, Duke's up, baby. Duke's Let's up, go. baby. Let's go. Yeah, hey, listen, I'm going to take uh, alternate spread, App State, James Madison. Well, I think James Madison probably does come out of that with the win. Um, App State, dude, it, it doesn't matter who their coach is, who their players are. It's a culture there. It's Abbey. They're gritty. They're going to – they're going to – gritty? Someone hit the gritty. Um, yeah, they're going to they're gonna keep it close away. If it's an away game, if it's a home game, it doesn't matter. App State's going to keep it close. And so to kind of the hometown team, the Mountaineers, I think they're going to yeah keep it within eight and a half, no doubt. I like it. Any parting thoughts, brother? James Madison. Uh, <laughs> go Dukes. Go Dukes, yeah. baby. Uh, but thank you for joining us, man. It's yes, been sir. fun. We're hey, we got it again. Let's, let's, let's just go 120. Give me give me one minute of uh, – give me your hot seat. Two, two coaches on the hot seat. Uh, I already had Jimbo on there. Uh, hot seat, I'm going to uh, – gosh, give me yours. You got one? Yeah, uh, I'm going to say – Okay, I got it. Give me Mike McDermott for the Bills. Florida head coach? Um, yep. Yeah, Mike McDermott, um, Billy Napier. Yep, doesn't matter how their season wraps up. Even if a, with a bowl win, I think he's on the hot seat. Um, and I would say, oh, my God, Shane Beamer, dude. Uh, it doesn't matter what you do, be Clemson or not. I think you have to fire him at the end of this year. It could be. I'm a, Like I said, I'm going to go McDermott. I mean, the Bills have been a great team over the last couple of years, and I feel like they're a victim of a really tough schedule and everybody else getting good too. Yeah. Uh, but the head coach is always the fall guy in the NFL for those kind of situations. So yeah. um, I'm going to go McDermott. Yeah, cool. 
Hey, let's wrap it up. Shout out to Will for coming on the show. Let's go. Glad it up. Yes, Glad it up yes, for the boy. Yeah. Glad yeah. it up for Thank the boy. Thank you very much. You're welcome to come on anytime. Thank you, Producer Gabe. We love yeah. you as always. Shout out to Culture Productions, Producer Gabe. As always, like, rate, share, subscribe, review. Post stories. We got some story engagement. Yes, we got yeah, some shares coming in. Yeah. My boy Will here. Shout out to Sal. Hey, and it still stands true. Once we get to 25 followers on Spotify and Apple Music, there will be a giveaway. So I think we're at 18 right now. So oh, let's, yeah. We're almost out. there. Let's 25. Let's yeah, let's wait a week and a half. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so let's let's get let's get up to twenty five. Let's do that giveaway and uh, we'll live yeah. stream it. Let's let's keep it rolling. Gonna have a lot of platforms coming your way too. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, be on the lookout on TikTok for real this uh, time. Yeah. yeah, yeah. For the fifth time, yeah. Uh, we have removed the responsibility from our irresponsible hands, so it's probably gonna happen now. Uh, yeah, so yeah. yep, yeah. Uh, we're pumped for that. That's it. Uh, thank you all for listening. Thank you for everything you do. Peace. Peace. <laughs> <laughs>